Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Okay, so everybody is wondering where Energy Guy is. He won't be back for another month. So I'm going to be taking over the 8 a.m. slot until he comes back. So, with that being said, y'all know how I do. <laughs> y'all know how I rock. You know, we get to end. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold on one second. Okay, y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all had to run and get my teeth for the microwave exploded. Um, that song is dope as fuck. I used to love the hell out of that song. Um, he and he 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 uh texted me. Let me know that he's taking a social media break from all platforms. Oh, I'm eating. I know I'm eating. I'm, I'm eating chips early in the morning because I ain't really cooking no breakfast. I'm waiting for my baby to get up. She get up right about when I end the show. She'll be up, and um, I fix breakfast. I don't like to eat breakfast without her. <laughs> so he um, he told me that he would be taking a break from social media, all platforms. So, he said nothing was really wrong. You know, everything is going right. He just want to, I don't know, I guess he needs to cleanse, you know, after the whole Nipsey Hustle thing. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really actually called him and just really talked to him. But, um, I'll check him out today, call him and see. I don't really like bothering people. But I'll call him today and see what's up. Um, and see what the dealio is. Let's see. Somebody inboxed me. No, that wasn't him. It's cool. Okay, so today, we're going to be talking about, oh, shit, let me unplug this phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm all discombobulated. I ain't used to this 8 o'clock in the morning shift. <laughs> it's a whole shift change for me, goddamn. So, look, today we're going to be talking about school fights. I got this article that I want to read to y'all about, I know a lot of y'all got kids in here, you know what I'm saying, and I know a lot of y'all... Um, a lot of y'all have kids that go to public schools and things of that nature. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to find this article. And we're going to let this song play out. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to get this shit together. <laughs> Look, I'm all goddamn like, I, I'm, like I'm the guy. I like, I like I'm new to this shit. I got to get this shit together. Hold on. Let me let this song play out while I find it. I'm all nervous and shit. Why the fuck am I nervous? Because <laughs> it's 8 a.m. And I mean, I mean, I, I really miss my boy. I really do. I really do miss him. I guess he missed me too that whole week or two hours not on the app. But a lot of people for some reason are disappearing off the app. But we're going to talk about that too. You know what I'm saying? So timing does count. It really does. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a few people up who I want to come up after I read this article. And we're going to chime in on this. So listen to this song. Let's get into this song real. Let's finish this little song while I find this um this this article. Let's listen to matter of fact, let's listen to his song while I find this article. Energy, God, come back. We miss you. It doesn't feel the same without you. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Hold on. What's the name of the song? It's called Energy. I need your energy. There we go. I found it, y'all. taking over for the 8 a.m. So we're going to do some comedy. We're going to have tea. We're going to have a good time this whole month while he gone to do what he got to do for himself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to read that article. We're talking about school fightings. Now, 
Now I know when we was kids, we get the fame. That was it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was when nobody coming back to do nothing, no crazy stuff going on. But this 10-year-old girl. Yeah, brother can come up. This 10-year-old girl, she's a fifth. Okay, I'm going to read your article. The fifth grade classmate of a 10-year-old girl, Renaya Wright, will wear pink and purple later this week. Excuse me. In a tribute to the girl who died after a school fight. Renaya died last Wednesday, two days after suffering unknown injuries in the fight at Forest Hill Elementary School in Walterburg, South Carolina. Authorities said her funeral service is scheduled for Wednesday, April 3rd, which is today. Her school principal said in a statement on Tuesday, any student who wishes to attend will be given an excused absence for that day, said Principal Matt Brownlee. In the statement, which was printed on the WJCL, for those students who will stay at school, it will remain a regular instructional day. Additional support staff will be sent to our school to assist as needed. Her funeral is scheduled for Wednesday this week. The remembrance at the school will occur on Friday when students will also craft posters and cards for the girls' family. Collecting County School District spokesman Sean Goober told CNN, "We invite staff and students to wear pink." Okay, he's just saying about her death. Renaya's cause of death is still a mystery. The autopsy is still underway and could take more than ten days. Her father's attorney, Mark Pepper, her family is alleged. Her family has alleged that the unchecked bullying went on at the school for years. Another student who still has not been identified was suspended indefinitely after the fight. The investigation is ongoing. So basically, the little girl got into a fight. She got into a fight. Um, she fell and hit her head. And she died. Like, you know, I don't know how many. It, it really The report really didn't go into much detail, like how long it was, after, how many hours after, but she died. And for those of us who, I'm not trying to sadden anyone. Y'all know my, y'all know how I do my channel. You know what I'm saying? I do my channel where I bring awareness to issues that need to be talked about. Because it's somebody out there that ain't aware there's some bullying going on in their children's school. It's somebody out there that's not aware that their kids are getting into fights. Because nowadays, parents are not in as in, in tune as their children. I'm sorry, I can't even. Parents nowadays are not as in tune with their children as they was when we was coming up. You know what I'm saying? So... It ain't, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I know Jingle Love is in uh in, in South Carolina. And um just bring like just bring some awareness to like we you know, and my question, so I brought up the subject because my question is, should the teachers be account held accountable? Should it be more precautions taken? Like what actions need to happen with you know, with school bullying and school fights and things of that nature? I think the teachers should be held accountable. But the time the teacher was at while the kid was getting charmed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's just crazy. I mean, period. Like, I never heard of shit like that. We, you know, we was in school. We, we get jumped. I mean, whatever. But the teacher was always around. And it's break us up. What the hell they was doing? They let the fight go... They, got, they let the fight get so far that the girl... He ended up pushing the girl down. She hit her head. They let it go that far. The minute you seeing them brawling, you're supposed to be like, hey, hey. But then a lot of teachers are like, oh, well, I'm not getting in between the middle of a fight. I'm not trying to get hit. I don't get paid enough. You know, it's like the care for the kids are not there anymore in these school systems. 
They said, like he said, they're not trained for that. But they need to be trained for that, though. They need to because this happens to the girl. Like, come on, like that's just sad, sad as hell. Ten years old getting died in the classroom with a group of girls. Well, she was. It was her and another girl fighting. It wasn't like a group of girls. It was her and another girl fighting. Good morning, DJ Push Play. Thank you, everybody, for coming on to my show. 8 a.m. is my slot time <laughs> for the next month. So thank y'all for coming through. Y'all know I don't, I don't act like I got a new wig or something. I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> I got some big shoes to goddamn feel. I'm like, whoo! Shit! <laughs> Like the substitute teacher, you know how that goes. Okay, I'm a substitute teacher right now. Y'all better tribute some with some dignity and respect. Oh, I'ma tell on y'all. <laughs> but um, DJ Pushplay, you are a teacher. Like, you know, how would you, you know, what would be your like whole reaction when you know you see students arguing? Because it had to go from up. First of all, it went from bullying to arguing into a fight. So it was three different stages before you even got to the fighting part. Right, yeah, and usually it can linger on for months, right, before it even escalates to that type of aggression, you know, physical aggression, but, and you know, one thing I got to make a cross here, and I got respect for all real teachers, real teachers and teaching in situations like, I'm not a real teacher, I teach at a community college, and I'll say I have everybody in my, but it's a college, you know what I'm saying, it's not in a grade school, where you're know saying is you're in the box. First of all, the teachers are in the box, but they still have to deal with all of these real issues and try to deal with it, and they're not trained for it at all. Okay, so and that's how I believe with it. Anybody can die from a fight, right? You get in a yeah. fight, yeah, yeah. You can die, right? You know what I mean, and or that somebody might try to kill you, or you may even get angry enough that you might kill someone. Yeah, which is what I have to I black out. When I get real, you know, so, and people get fucked up. So, I don't really try to fight. <laughs> now, my right. never been. But I've gotten into fights when I was in grade school. And well, I knew that the teachers didn't have any control yeah. at all. You know what I'm saying? I remember fighting somebody six, seven. I'm, you know, I'm only, at that time, I was only like maybe five, six. Jesus. Five, ten, like I am now. I had to pick up a fucking chair and hit the dude in the head. Yeah, dog, I hit him in the head because I'm not going. And he pushed down the teacher to get to me. So what? what is the teacher going to do? You know what I'm saying? He got mad at me. You understand? This was in 10th right. grade. We were in 10th grade. This dude is 6'7". Over oh. 300 pounds. Like, he's huge. You know what I'm saying? For me, you know, at that time. And, yeah, I hit him in the head and knocked him out. And I, y'all got in trouble. I was a good student, and this is something that happens in there. If you're a good student, they let you off. And he got into so much trouble that I had to get my parents to come and help him from being in trouble for real because it was dumb and stupid, and he didn't need to get expelled. But he pushed down that teacher, and they was on him. But it was real dumb what, what we was doing. Like, I had to fight for that dude to get back in school. But he could have killed me, and he could have killed me. Yeah, he could have. He's just eight. me. You get mad, you know what I'm saying? So, what are we supposed to do in these situations? Y'all give me some answers. 
My kids in private school now, but I know that if they got enough, and that's small private school too, very close-knit, small. But I know if anybody got in a fight, they could die. I know when you get in a fight, you can die. Somebody can die. It can happen like that, or get really hurt. I've done it, but I haven't killed anybody fighting or anything like that, but I've hurt people pretty bad. I got hurt really bad, you know what I'm saying, and almost died, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, it's only so much because kids gonna be kids. They gonna fight. They gonna do what they want. You know, they gonna do whatever. But I remember a story a couple of years ago where this girl, fifteen year old girl, she ended up dying because she hit her head on the sink or somehow they got to fight in the bathroom. She slipped and hit her neck or her head. Excuse me, she died instantly. And I'm thinking to myself, I just feel like it should be more. I know you can't control everything. You know what I'm saying? And I know you can't control, you know, everybody and everybody's parenting, but I still think it should be more precautions, you know, more safety rules at school. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, they don't get paid enough for that. The city don't do this. This government don't do that. Da, da, da. But, I mean, what about their family? Like, we want to, you know, we want to, we, we, we don't want our children of the future dying off before they get a chance to be the future. That's true. But um, maybe it's the environment. Like, okay, you got to understand, but it's still by itself, you know what I'm saying, alone. I know the experience, the little experience I had with grade school, I keep on telling people I went, I didn't go to school for a whole gap, like from second grade to sixth, sixth grade. I went back to school at sixth grade to, and I finished high school. That's how my school went, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. I don't have this, but the experiences that I do have, you do feel by yourself and alone, you know. And if you feel alone and you're there in an environment, you know what I'm saying? And you got to fend for yourself, for your standing, of who you are. For yourself too, I mean. Yeah. So that's where all this is coming from. That's where all that come in. The reason why people are by themselves, right? why, Why don't we? Alert for the brother because everybody's like I know it's every man for themselves. God, my cousin was like God, every man for himself, and God for all. As my cousin was like, so jingle love. This happened. This happened in your state. Like what? Like what? You know what's going on up there in South Carolina? Oh, girl, no problem. Thank y'all for coming and supporting me on this 8 a.m. show, baby. I ain't know. I'm running around here with a chicken, like a chicken with an egg cut off. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Push. What's up? I think that, well, we're definitely mourning. This is a really, really hard one because, you know, South Carolina, you know, we have our issues, but, you know, we do try to be a good community. We try. Yeah. And so this is rather harsh. However, just to piggyback off a of push play, you know, I think these teachers, they, so much has happened in the past where they have helped students in the past and either they have been physically assaulted or some parent has come up there and said, well, that teacher shouldn't have done that. So now they have all these rules and regulations and now they're backfiring. So now they won't help our children, which is sad because... If I was in a school system, I, I just would have to, I probably would, my job would probably be at stake because I just couldn't allow knowing that somebody has been, is being bullied or, or something's going down. Nah, nah, you know, no. it's, 
it's not going to go down like that because I have an issue with bullying. I, I truly do. Listen, so, just, 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 just to mention that if I was in that job, then I would be, my job would be on the line. We can see right there the apparent uh, sign of a system. It's systematic for even teachers to feel like, they, like they're powerless in these situations. Like if they do do something, they're going to do the wrong thing or get, get hurt. Like I said, yeah. more likely do the wrong thing and get in trouble because mm-hmm. there are rules. It's like you're in a box. This is why I'm a professor. I never went to teach. I could have been teaching and I have respect. And you get paid actually more than what I get paid part-time as an adjunct professor. They get paid more. I, I don't do it because, and it's needed, but it's a box that you can't win. I feel like I'm in a, a, a no-win situation. Lighten the mood up a little bit. Y'all know I always got, I mean, I always tell, people say I tell stories, but I tell truth that is entertaining. I'm going to lighten the mood up a little bit. And school fighting, I mean, it's going to happen. It's nature, especially whatever's happening. Even if you're in a prominent area where everybody's rich and just lavish, school fights are going to happen. People raise different. They have different views. People, you know, things happen. People going to, everybody's not going to like you. You're not going to like everybody. So, with that being said, I remember this one time. I was, I was, I, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I was going to Corn Middle School. Now, Corn Middle School was in the heart of hood, Little Mexico, where Future is from. And that shit was turned. It was hood as hell. The children were bad as a motherfucker. You couldn't goddamn go to the store and get no snacks without. I mean, I would get you literally would get robbed for your snacks walking down the street. Now, this is like people would laugh at that shit, but it's funny. You go into the little store, you go, you, you know, you. I'm being a noble seed. I'm being an honest month person. Going in and buying my snacks, I come out the damn, you know, I'm coming out the uh, the store, and boom, I get robbed by a high schooler for my snacks. Now I'm sitting there, I'm a little bit there, I'm short, I was short at the time, but you know, I'm like, damn, what am I supposed to do? Like, my mama gave me $15 to buy me some snacks for the rest of the week, and now this nigga just, done, just took off running with my snacks. 
So eventually I got tired of it. So one day this girl called herself, want to fight me or whatever like that. And I was like, you know what? I got to take up for myself because I'm not like, I'm slow. I'm, I'll cut your ass out. I'll talk that shit all day. But when it comes to physically bumping, I'm like, I, I don't know if I want, because I know what, I know me. And I know if I get to a certain point, I don't know if I'm going to come back down. So we, <laughs> so we ended up, so the girl, you know, I don't know what, I don't know why she wanted to fight me. I think I accidentally bumped into her or something. I couldn't, I can't even remember why she wanted to fight me. And so she, um, she, you know, kept sending people in the room trying to hit me and they, you know, Instagame fights and all that. And I went into the Instagame stuff, you know what I'm saying? So then when she was coming out the room, I, I ended up put, you know, I was like, you want to fight me? Let's fight right here, right now. Like, who got time to be waiting out the school for you can get some girls to try to jump me? Then it's really going to be a motherfucking problem. And so she didn't want to fight me. I pushed her head into the locker. Boom. Everybody, like, ooh, she didn't want to fight. So we get to the goddamn, we get to the end of the class. We get to the end, we can get, we get to the end of the day. And I get on my bus. So she all on top. So girl, like, she hit you, I'm going to hit her. We going to jump her. Da, da, da. I'm like, man, look, st- you hang, she, I said, you hanging on the back of this girl, because she was on the back. This is real tall, girl. Her name Jasmine. And to this day, look, it's so funny, because, like, right now in this day, the Jasmine, the biggest bully in school, is, like, now one of, like, kind of like a good associate of mine, which is so funny. And so she's sitting on this girl back, and, like, she's, like, she's, the girl is, like, tall and big, so she on her back. Like, yeah, bitch, I'll beat your ass. And I'm like, well, jump down, then. What you need, that big egg? I'm not going to fight that big bitch. That's a big motherfucker. That motherfucker was big, and I was little. I'm not going to fight her ass. So either you going to jump the fuck down, or I'm getting on my motherfucking bus and going home. I got on my bus, went home. I'm like, she ain't going to do shit. She ain't going to do shit today. She ain't going to do shit tomorrow. Because I'm tired of you motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers feel like I live. Because it was like, up the street was the cater, down the street was Kurtwood, Little Mexico. So I lived in between. Y'all motherfuckers think cause mom, I live in a nice house. Y'all motherfuckers going to goddamn be bullying me. So the next day, we had dodgeball. And get what I did? <laughs> I took that shit out in dodgeball. I started hitting motherfuckers with the dodgeball. And so the teacher was like, son, you can't do that. You can't do that. We're going to put you with the boys. Because every girl that came my way, I, he, I throw the ball. And she just and hit her. You know what I'm saying? So I, ch- I took that energy and I channeled it to you know into sports. But then... At the end of the day, nobody wanted to play with me. When they would pick chilling teams or pick the team, I was always the last to get picked because I started being a roughneck. And so that was the day I started being a tumble. I started roughing girls up. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, huh? You was a bully. No, I didn't. I didn't turn into a bully. I turned into a roughneck. I started hanging out with a dude. Like when it was time to play, when it was time, they were scared of you. They weren't scared of me. When it was time to play. Look, when it was time to play, uh, when it was time to play, um, flag football, no, even the boys didn't want to play with me because I was tackling their ass too. Flip them over, boom. Nobody wanted to play with me. Nobody wanted to play with me. So I had to sit on the sidelines and count the, you know, count, you know, count the ball, make sure everybody put the balls in the in the basket. I'm like, damn, what about I want to play with like, Man, you play too rough. You a girl, you play, you play. I like, but y'all boys, y'all be talking all that. Y'all be trying to fight me and stuff when it comes down to it. Y'all really want to do it. So I had that when that went on, I learned back in my day that people would bluff on you. Then I got to high school and I got into one fight in high school. I had to slap this girl with a health book because she thought that she was going to just come at me and, you know, she was just going to do all this and do all that. And I wasn't going to do nothing because I was quiet. I wasn't say nothing to nobody. And she went to yapping them out, running them out. Before she knew it, she had a goddamn thick-ass health book going across her motherfucking face. 
She was so shocked, she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to cry or holler. She said, ah. I said, bitch, you don't know what to cry or holler, do you? <laughs> she know what she's like. She was so shocked. And then the teacher, the teacher, he was a um a Arab and he was shocked too because he never seen me act like that. He's like, Eddie, oh my goodness. What are you doing? I was like, well, she was fucking with me. She shouldn't have been fucking with me. Ain't nobody was talking to that bald head bitch. I was all going off. But it sent me to the class. Send me to the class and gonna find out the girls that she tried to. The girl that. What's up, uh, the main event? The girl that she tried to goddamn to get me to jump me, me and that girl were cool. So she was like, girl, I ain't finna jump you. And so she tried to pay her twenty dollars to jump me. So I, so so I was like, okay, what we gonna do? Uh, we gonna act like we don't know each other and then we gonna roll up on that bitch. So we got out of the school. I was going to read in high school this time. We got out of school. I act like she was like, yeah, there she go, there she is. So me and the girl, we was like, oh, you talking about her? I was like, oh, that's my partner. She was like, I need my twenty dollars back. We was like, we ain't getting you shit back. We ended up, we went up going to get pizza and everything on twenty dollars. From that point on, that girl never fought with me again. Wow, that's what I want to know. Where's the damn teachers at? Huh? Well, the teacher, he was scared. The teacher was scared. The A-Rab was scared. He was scared as hell. The teacher was scared as hell. He was a, he was a, he was a, um, he was from Afghanistan. So when I slapped him with the hip, he said, Adil, what are you doing with this great one? He didn't know what the fuck to do. So he called another teacher. That was him Top of that, you see these students, these these videos going viral. These students, I seen one student punch an old lady. She was a substitute. Punched you right in her face. Damn. 
Josh. Yeah, that's crazy. And they pumped it up to be more than that. And I'm like, but they, they only saw you. Yes, I understand. Maybe he shouldn't have thrown her a little bit. But, you know, these kids, what do you do? What do today's, you do? Kids, today's kids worse. You can't even touch these kids. Yeah, that's why he doesn't have a job. And, we see, and trust me, the school district, you know, they asked for a comment. And they're like, well, we're in agreement with the... Um, with the resource officer, he shouldn't have to apologize. And but they had to let him go. I guess the the, the board was feeling pressured from the media and stuff. So yeah. So now you have a kid that's dead. So what do you want them to do? This is Ruby. Ruby, you always come with this. Ruby, we love you, Ruby. Yes, don't use your snoring powers on this motherfucker because you will get dropped the fuck down. I don't want to hear you count no motherfucking cop at 8 a.m. in the morning. It's bad enough, my nerves is wrecking. And you gonna go to goddamn snoring early in the goddamn morning. Who the hell want to hear that shit? Welcome to Fat Boy Story Show, y'all. I'm gonna put that in a story show. Wow. Nah, you better, you better, uh. Yeah, Ruby was there last night, so she heard you. I heard every <laughs> last bit of that shit there. I won't uh, ever want to count no cows like that. I would. I'm like, damn! Baby, is you snoring or choking on a chicken? What you doing? What you got going on? Yeah, she had a bigger audience last night. I was like, see, see. <laughs> I love you guys. So I love you guys for real. I like family, so I felt comfortable to sleep. Oh yeah, so, we're uh, family. They know how I feel. I'm going. I feel better now. So I, they know the second time I feel. I'm going to sleep. Um, oh my God. He, so yeah, just just as far as fighting in school, I've never fought in school. Fart? You never farted in school? Or you fought? Which one? Oh, I farted. I never laid hands on anyone in school. I've gotten upset one time because this girl was talking. I think it was just a little too much that day. And I was like, okay, she's really out of her. Mm-mm. So I got up, but somebody took her out and they were like, oh, man, you don't ever like my name is Yvonne. They're like, Yvonne, you never act like that. So they went and got the teacher because I was in ROTC. And so... Ooh, um, he didn't even know who was fighting, who was upset. So he came and they told him it was me. He took me in his office. He said, I know your family. I know how you conduct yourself. And this is so not how you are. Mm-hmm. Do, not lower, do not lower yourself to her standard because she doesn't have a standard. It's very low. Don't, don't you ever do that. So it, it's sometimes it's the teacher's. They don't understand. It's just those words sometimes that are kind of put you back. Like, okay, right, you're better than this. Let me, let me conduct myself better. Let me just walk away. But we don't have those in schools anymore. I'm telling you, these teachers <laughs> suck. <laughs> nah, and it's it's not. I don't blame them for sucking. Just like I, you know, I was just telling somebody. There's two things, areas I look at. Police and teachers. We need to get them right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're so wrong right now. And I don't blame them. They're just trying to be the best people. But the standard is low. The standard is low. Yeah. Don't get paid enough, and they don't train for any of this social stuff, the social problems that we have in our community. And that's what we're talking about, social problems. 
And you wow. need to do with me at first. That's social problems. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to pay them, too. And train them. Yeah, but, That's not but, people, but people who grown up, you know, back in the days when they, you know, Taps was rough. You know, we considered rough back then, too. You know, each, you know, tell you that was rough now. And they had their fights. But, you know, these children want to kill it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I think people probably died back in the day in that kind of circumstance where you can yeah. fall and hit your head or something. I mean, I think these things, these things happen. And you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But as far as like shooting up the school or whatever, what have you, maybe, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? But, but the bullies, that's why like kids shoot up these schools because a lot of bullies get pushed and that's sad. Like, Listen, I was talking about like the history and how our, our families got ripped apart. We used to have a better close knit community than we do now. So, uh, shit is like that's why I said everybody's for themselves, and then every person is for themselves, and that's how it is in the school system right now. So it's just different. It's just different. You ain't gonna have that teacher to say I know your folks. That's very rare. Yeah. We try to protect those teachers, but they going away. You know I guess saying? the thing about that makes it sad because where it happened, that's a small town. So there's a, you have that that family atmosphere normally is how it is here in okay. South Carolina. You have a small county, you have a small, but you know everything is growing. So I'm not really sure what what happened in Walterboro, but Walterboro's not that big. It's not okay. that big. <clears throat> well, I couldn't be back. I had to, I lived next door to my teacher, so I couldn't do shit. So See, that's right though. It's, it's, you know, it was rough when you were going, but it's tight for how you come up, right? With your teacher, right? right? It's me looking out at you, even when you're outside of school, not just all I got to do for when you're in my class and then get the fuck out, you know? Which mm. is what it is now. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't. That's I remember, I, I, remember, I remember I mentioned this teacher, I'll never forget this, her name was Tim West, she was my world history teacher in the 10th grade, and I asked, why we never do black history month, and she kicked me out the class. Ah, oh, shit, I got kicked out of class all the time for asking goddamn questions. Right. Shit. That was, that was an everyday <laughs> thing for me, that was, what you here for, you asking too many questions? I throwing the paper into the trash, I remember I, put, I walked up the desk, went to the trash, throw the paper away, she gave me detention for it, I said, I ain't serving shit, I showed it, and... In school suspension, that, that bald head, that bald head bitch named Miss An Anderson. I don't know if she dead or not, but if she is, may God rest her soul. Go motherfucking tell me. I got to write a, a word from A to Z. I told I told that I ain't writing a goddamn thing from A to Z, bitch. You can't even spell everything from A to Z. What the fuck I look like writing DJ from A to goddamn Z. Chinese bitch, like she's my geometry. She's like, I don't know what the hell. So, look, you guys have any teachers that changed your life? Yes. I had one named okay. Mr. Evans. He, Mr. Evans was a okay. good man. My name is Robinson. She felt mine. I had to go to summer school and shit, but she became my mentor after that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was she felt me with a 69. He could have gave me a 70, and I would have passed right there, but. See, you'll learn your lesson today. She got me to the summer school. I was like, ain't this a bitch? So, breaking news. I got some breaking news, y'all. Breaking goddamn news. It yeah, is yeah, time. It's a breaking news hour. It's 845. So, now every, okay, so we want, we, we all know about Nipsey Hustle. I actually have another, so, to, you know, tomorrow is tea time, y'all. I got some, oh, tomorrow I got some JZT and I have some Jada Pickett tea. 
that I didn't even know was going on. Okay. So Lauren London has been rushed to the hospital because she is not taking Nipsey Hussle's death well. Um, they keep saying that she's his girlfriend, but I think they actually are married, if I'm not mistaken. They actually are married. So, she's not taking his death very well. And I was wondering about that because she ain't really, like, that type of girl. She ain't, you know, she's a good girl. She ain't never really been through nothing, you know what I'm saying? She does, you know, that's why she's attracted to, you know, thug, roughneck guys. So, she been rushed to the hospital. She fell to her knees, weeping so hard. Um, and she rolled, her eyes rolled to the back of her head, and then she just hit, she ended up hitting her head on the edge of the coffee table. So, they had to rush her to the hospital. They had to rush her to the hospital. Wow. She broke her silence last night. You said, huh? She broke her silence last night on Instagram. It was a heartfelt message, but she was just saying, I'm completely lost. People, you, you are my survivor, my protector, my something. She said, I'm just lost. That was her message. So everybody was, you know, responded to that. I responded to that. So I'm not surprised that all of a sudden she, this is this because she's heartbroken. She's very heartbroken. Without him, she can't do nothing without him, you know. She's heartbroken. I mean, I mean. I couldn't imagine myself, I gotta step down, but man, I'm. Okay, well, thank you for coming in. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you for coming on and tuning in. I really do. You doing good, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I be trying to, uh, you know, be that one or whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's a sad story, and it's and you know I was worried about that. That's the part I was worried about the most. Would she be able? Excuse me. Would she be able to handle death? Would she be able to take the death? You know, would she be able to, you know, cope with that, get through that, go through that? I don't, you know, I don't know. She's broken. She's gonna be broken for a while. I mean, yeah. you know. It's just... It's gonna be a while. She's gonna have be the limelight for a while, and just it's kind of like. And I know this is different people, but it's kind of like with um, what's the guy that played the Joker in Batman? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And his his girlfriend wife, she had to take a step back. It was too much. You know, it's like even though they weren't together, but still, one minute you're there, regardless of what you're going through, and next minute it's like, wait, what? I mean, that person's no longer there. Remember, she those little intimate sessions that she and Nipsey had, those little intimate conversations, those are gone. His voice is forever silenced. She won't hear his voice again. You know? Looking at whatever, before he left the house, he may have left something out, said, oh, yeah, I get that when I get back. Now he's not coming back. That's a lot to take in. That is just a lot. It's too much, and she's trying to handle it, but she's heartbroken. She's heartbroken. Mm, I couldn't imagine. I never been through that situation. That's, that shit is hard. Trust me, And then the kids. Oh, my goodness. The kids. The kids look just like him, too. That's yes, they do look just like him. Good morning, Benny Nose. Every time she look at them, she going to, like, I don't, like, death is not an easy pill to swallow, especially when it's unexpected. When it's unexpected and it hits like this and because of gun violence, because of a person, you know, everybody had like this conspiracy theory situation going on. And then, you know, it came out that the guy may be mentally ill 
we don't know as of yet because they say that he stood over him and shot him five times in the chest, once in the head, and then kicked him. You know, that's what sources are saying. But, you know, we, we, you know, we honestly will never know the truth. I, that's how I feel. I feel like we'll honestly never know what really, really took place. We can see on the video, somebody else could say, oh, well, Nipsey asked him to respectfully to leave the shop, and then he got pissed off. For you to stand over, for you to shoot at somebody, then stand over them and shoot them five more times, and then sh shoot them in the head, that was some anger. That was some anger you had yes. built up for some years, over the years, over yep. the time, period. There ain't no shit yep. that, well... You a you a stranger, you a snitching neighborhood, you a stranger to my establishment. And I say, hey, you know, I don't want you around her. Could you please leave? Like, you know, you've been causing trouble lately around here, and I just don't want that type of stuff around my establishment, around my business. Why was there no parking lot security? I have questions. Yes. Why was there no parking lot security there? How was he able to just roll up like that? How? Why was any? That's a mistake. That's a fatal mistake. That's a mistake. You can't reach a certain tier. You cannot be without security. You think Jay Z gonna go back to um to Marshall without security? Mm -hmm. Hell no, never. And then it's like, okay, well. Like I, I was listening to the Breakfast Club and they had like this same question and, and one of the like, one of the girls was saying he was just too relaxed, but then they was like he was in his hood. He was, she was like it doesn't matter, you know. I understand. Like, hey, like she was like maybe if he would have showed that love from a distance and then they was like well sometimes you got to be that example in order to be that example you have to be there present in the hood, but then at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I know he wanted to be there. He wanted to show that he, you can still, you know, you can be this person and you can be hood and go through the troubling situation and still come out on top. But you have to know your level of stature. Like you say, yeah. you have to know your level and you know you're here and they're there. And when you come back, oh, this nigga think he's showing, he got a shot. He don't want, oh, he think he, they're not taking it in a positive light. And then you was having meetings with trying to turn gang. You know what I'm saying? Gang violence and stuff around. How do how you know that one of them original gangsters, them OGs, and get upset and be like, oh, this nigga think he out. We finna put a head out on this nigga. You don't never know how nobody was thinking. You know what I'm saying? For them to just, that wasn't just some random man. That was a setup. Somebody set his ass up because they knew where he would be standing. They knew what time he'll be out there. That was just too much. That was too much. I feel like that was too much. You know what I'm saying? Hi, Jingle. I mean, not Jing. I'm sorry. I'm doing well, Jing. Getting ready for the work. Oh, I'm so happy to see your little face. <laughs> I mean, Benny, that's how I think Benny knows what's going on. Energy God is not going to be back for a month. So I'm going to hold this spot down Um, for the next month. We're going we're gonna to work. He was not scared, and I ain't scared. Yeah, he wasn't scared, but you have to think. I feel like this is how I feel. Now, I live in the heart of the hood. You know, I live in the same area I grew up in. It's just it's changed a lot because a lot of gentrification is going on. But say, for instance, tomorrow or next year I hit the lottery and the neighborhood is still the same. Do you think, oh, I become this famous uh, singer and, you know, somebody discover me and boom, bam, I'm all over TV and everything. Do you think that I'm going to come back down to the hood where I'm at to try to uh, be a, a no? I, I'm going to still help out. But I just, I'm not going to be, because I, I'm not going to be in the center of everything. Like, somebody was like, somebody else was like, why was he hanging out, you know, in the parking lot like that? Like, but then that's something that he was doing on a regular. He'd been doing that. He didn't see any hurt in that. He in his hood. He felt protected. He know him around here. Ain't nobody finna do that to him around here. And he got too relaxed. And somebody knew that he was too relaxed. So you always, you know, every anytime you get too relaxed in the situation, things happen. 
and people knew he was too relaxed. But then I read another article um, from some other one of his other friends that said he was getting par he was paranoid because he was getting closer and closer. Um, people saying he was he was some, he was getting like I guess somebody was following him or following him one of these times in a black car. And the friend was saying that Nipsey was always nervous about is he gonna get shot, is he gonna die, whatever like that. And he said he was always paranoid. But I'm like, is that article true? Like, which you know, it's so many different stories out. You know, you don't know what to believe. But me personally, I just feel like he was a little bit too relaxed in his own environment. And it's sad that the same hood that you try to show love to end up taking you out of here. And, and I make this one one last point is that. When uh, I was talking, I don't know what show I was on, but I said, you know, so he does this, he gets, you know, killed, which is very, very, very hurtful. And then when we have the police shootings or and all that stuff, of course, we go out there, we march and stuff. And we're just confused. We're a confused community because these people who are like Nipsey, who tried actually, but who have the, the resources who were actually gang-affiliated. Why aren't you talking to these gang leaders on, or if, they, if they have a leader or not? Why don't you talk to them about decreasing violence? Why did it take a president that we don't like to to threaten the feds to go in Chicago before the crime rate dropped? Why, yeah. why aren't we taking care of our own community? Why can't we do that? That's he said he going to send the marshals through that bitch. Right, and everybody's protesting. I'm like, really? What were y'all protesting for? We're not doing it. Right. Maybe, he, maybe he does need to send them in there to calm everybody. You know, yeah, freak but, down. Like the Eric Holden, was he in the game to associates? That's what I want to know. Because those who knew each other, period, before this happened, they knew each other. You know what I'm saying? No idea. Like I said, I don't. I'm just going by what I'm reading and stuff like they that. It, it was like they was calling him snitching in the hood. They told him to stay away from him, and he left. He came back like a couple of minutes later, a couple of hours later, and shot him. And that was that quote was about. It's probably where he after they got to altercation. That's why he wrote that Twitter thing on the thing that he came back and shot him. You know what I'm saying? That was the, he tomorrow. died 30, he got shot 30 minutes later after that tweet. After that tweet, you know what I'm saying? I guess he was the enemy. So those two had to knew each other somehow, you know? Yeah, whoever they knew each other. Yeah, whoever's in the store, I'm sure heard the exchange. So there's what? more to the story. Yeah, they there's just not coming story. out. And then they said one of the guys, because he, he shot him and two other people. Yeah. One of the guys have already died. So that's two. That's two bodies. Yeah. And one of them is still in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, what um, I didn't know that one of them. Wow. Wow. Mm hmm. He's just and they sad. Kill, they killed his cousins too. They, they, I think the older sisters killed one of the families. Missy Hustle's gang killed one of the killers' families. Already. Yeah. Yeah. I heard like two of them. From what I heard, two of them. They popped two of them. But see, this guy, I'm going to let y'all hear this clip from this guy on Facebook is saying that um, it's a, it's a, I'm finna, I'm finna let y'all, because everybody say, oh no, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's just gang violence, yada, 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 so I shared this clip on my page the day that he died, I shared a lot of different clips on my page, so I'm finna let y'all hear what this guy got to say, and y'all know him, his name is 
Riz Asalam. So I'm about to play this clip and let y'all hear what he got to say. Okay, so hold on. Let me rewind the clip. So here we go. Okay, the enemy's hand is all in this. I'm going to give you some information that you need to know. One, five shots to the body, one to the head. Five shots to the body, one to the head. That is a military-style hit. It was in and out. The way it happened was in and out very quick. The United States government, and I just say this specifically, in downtown L.A. a couple months ago, have been practicing military drills. Practicing military drills, going in and out of businesses, and they've been practicing on maneuvers in downtown LA. Okay, I want you to understand this. There have not been major gang wars in a while. There have not been major gang wars in quite some time. And because of this, the government, how you doing, bro? The government does not have a justifiable reason to bring down the National Guard. So what this has done is this has now sparked the 40s, the 60s, multiple hoods to trigger. And once you get these hoods to trigger, once you get these hoods to retaliate against one another, it then gives the government justification to bring down the National Guard. That's what it does. Okay? They have been planning this for quite some time. And I'm saying this because if you are from the hood, do not, do not, I'm saying this for the Bloods, Crips, anybody in the hood, do not start shooting at other hoods. Do not start shooting at other hoods. That is not how you handle this. The enemy has been all in this. Just understand that. Right now, this is where I'm at. The enemy has his hands all in this. And if you are not going to retaliate in the proper manner, and what I, what I mean by this is, this is the time for the... So what y'all think about what he had to say? I understand what he's saying and and I think that as he would have continued working on the documentary I think he would have stopped some weird stuff would have started happening as far as the military style killing I have a problem with that because military don't use that many bullets on you especially at that range right there this is just a guy he's just a yeah, he was just he was just killing. He was just you know, oh, I shoot him in the head and chest and that. Yeah, that's not military style killing. Military style, I can shoot you from a two mile radius and hit you right on target and take you out. That is a military style uh, killing. So for them to run this narrative for this military style killing, the people who obviously, even if they were in the military, was not part of the the people who do the shooting because that's right. tough. that's that, that's not true military style shooting. Trust me. It may be similar, but it's not. Over somebody like that, nah, you don't need to be that close up to get a shot like that. And these are known facts because of my family's history. And that's all I'm going to say. You don't have to be that Hello. close to pop. Yeah. Ruby, thanks for bringing me back. 
So this what Jingle is saying is a big point of what I want to talk about as far as even with the police and how they train the shoe versus how military train the shoe. Me, I'm Bert Boxman. And I've only, that means every time I do my 50 targets from 500 uh, meters to 50 meters, um, I'm hitting 49 out of 50 um, average, okay? And it's one shot, one shot, one target, and they pop up and you got to hit them. You got to hit them with one bullet. Well, not six times. The Geneva Convention don't allow us to let off on people like what you see on TV with the police doing and even what that's described there. Um, we're not allowed to do that as soldiers. And I'm, I'm talking as a you know, a vet, you know what I'm saying, from, from the past. Because I'm a dread now, you see me, but yeah, I went to the military and um, she's right. She's totally right. And that's what I'm talking about, all that. That I'm talking about how it's a system that's being put in place here. And we don't really know what's going on. And now let me step back down. Okay, thank you for that DJ push play. Appreciate that. <laughs> one shot, one kill. So the conspiracy theory yeah. thing that's out the window. So. Yeah, they need to get that out of the narrative. To those of people who don't know what they're talking about, that, that is not military style. Trust me. If he was shot from a distance, and hit, okay, yeah. I'll say, okay, that's all government. That's a sniper. They sent a sniper. They sent them the Green Berets. They sent someone after him. Somebody else like that, a punk like that? Nah, that's just him, and he just got the shots. And, and yeah. Because I can't tell you that if, I'm, if my life is being threatened, somebody's in my house and I got the advantage and I'm trying to execute them, take them out, yeah. Probably will see multiples in the one. I want to make sure you're gone. You're not threatening my whole family. Yeah, I'm sure that. Think about that. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, people are not thinking. I understand we're in our emotions and, and there's a lot of stuff going on, but just, you know, after a while, we'll start to calm down. This guy did it. He was evil. If he was mentally ill, then, okay, black community, you know we got a problem. You know we have a problem with mental illness. You know healthcare people don't care about us. Why are we not building our own hospitals, employing our doctors and nurses and, and, and physical therapists and social psychologists? Where are these people? I just don't get with when they say he might have mental health. I don't think he had a fucking mental health. He knows exactly what he was doing. I don't yep. think he had no mental health. Yeah, because he, he shot two him. other people in the process, so he won't. He was just angry, yeah. angry, jealous. Exactly. He could do the same thing, you know. what I'm saying they came from the same struggle, but you chose to do otherwise with your life. You know what I mean? And he's gonna have bad nightmares for that shit. They're going to try to get his ass. They're going to stick it to him with a bit of club. They're going to run shit all up that nigga ass hole. Yeah. That motherfucker booty hole going to be wide as goddamn jaws. You hear me? They're going to... The outside part you should look at, and then I'm going to go down so I get ready for work. The out, the real thing we should look at, once all this is calmed down, is look at how they arrested him. They didn't even fire the gun. I mean, this man's supposed to be armed and dangerous. They just so gently put him in, put his head down. Put, so you do know how to do that. But because he killed one of his own, it, it's not a big deal. 
Right, right. That's what you look at. But you know what? He gonna get his for killing that man. Good morning, Miss Jazzy lady. He have to kill that man like that. That was cold blooded. And you knew he went on. He had no gun and then like that. None of that shit, you know. That shit was cold hard. That shit was cold blooded. And Lauren London, she gonna be. He snuck from the back. And Lauren London, she gonna need a lot of help. Like she gonna need some mental. She gonna need help. But see, the thing is, you know, that's the whole like. I don't want to sound harsh when I say this, but this is the downright truth. When you dealing with a hardcore ass dude like that, and he been in the streets, you got to be strong enough to handle what the lifestyle to come behind that. Cause you should got to know that he gonna end up either he gonna something gonna happen to him one day either in them streets. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? He rich, he famous, and he hood. Those are the three combinations, and he black. So you got you got no help. I'm surprised he got no help. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's he probably. You know what's so crazy about? And I believe that maybe he knew something was gonna happen to him. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because probably usually he usually do carry something on him. Or he usually not in the shop that day, but he just went to say hey to everybody, mingle with everybody, because he probably felt a feeling. I truly believe when people get ready to leave that whether they whether they leave tragically or whether they leave, you know, naturally, I truly believe that they feel. I truly believe they feel it. I do. I yeah, really do. Karma, you know, what has Nipsey done? Right now, we paint him as a, a, a real a, a saint. Mm-hmm. But, you know. The truth. People don't like to hear the truth. What well, You know, you, this is the thing. You don't never know what he did. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't never know what. The always talking. The only one that knows it. Yeah, you don't know who life he may have took back in his time yeah. in his prime. You feel what I'm saying? He was a real deal gangbanger. Like, he really lived that shit. He said, once in the game, always a gang. But then again, yeah, you don't right. know you don't know what a, a gang member or original gangster got mad because he's trying to stop gun violence. They feel like you stop the violence, they're going to stop their money coming through. You feel what I'm saying? Because he had a meet with the LAPD the next day. So you don't ever yeah. know how the community will really feel it. People ain't going to tell you how they really feel all the time. But I yeah. knew that she wasn't ready for that type of guy when she got with him. When I seen her with him, I said, she not ready for that. He got a whole nother style of life that he lived that she ain't even ready for. I don't even know if she know about. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, you know, she had to be a Coretta Scott King. Coretta Scott King was strong. She knew they, they planned that, you know, one day I'm going to leave her, baby. So we got to get prepared. But I don't know if they had those talks. You know, I don't know if he talked to her about that type of stuff. I don't know. You never know what personally went on. Because for her to faint, fall, and hit her head, they must have had those type of discussions. Things must not be in play. You know what I'm saying? Because she, right now, she can't be weak. She got to be strong for them kids. Right. The thing about it is, um, she, 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 and I'm hoping they reach out to her, and I hope that we don't know about it. But, you know, people like Faith Evans are probably going to reach out to her. Yeah. Because, you know, when she lost Biggie or any other yeah. rapper that has expired and left a family behind, you know, they, that's part, that's a, a, a club that you never want to be a part of. But, no. but it is, it, it is, it's it a is reality. Yeah. Right. So I'm hoping those people who know 
who've been down that path like we know. We know, you know, and really show her support because they understand firsthand. They understand. I know I know a loss is a loss and you in mourning and you grieving. But at the same time, you have to be a strong you gotta be she gonna have to be strong for them children. She can't she cannot be weak and vulnerable because she got kids. And a woman's work is never done. And we don't want, you know, I want her to be strong for the children. They don't understand what the hell going on. I thank God that none of them kids get shot. Or he really would have been through. I was lucky to see and learn the rule of karma. Right after he took that picture, he came around the corner and shot him. Yeah, that's crazy. I truly believe somebody set him up. I really, I don't, I really believe that because ain't no way in the hell you know that man whereabouts. You don't know that man. Ain't no way in the fuck. Ain't no way in the hell. And he probably don't even normally be in the shop like that. It probably was just one of these days that he say, and then you know some probably told him, don't stop right here right now and come back later. He probably like, nah, I'm gonna stop right here. I gotta do this. You know how we go against the grain when our spirit tell us something. And I probably, you probably, know, he usually, he probably usually never stop right there. You know, listening right there, thinking like, what the fuck happened? You know what I'm saying? He yeah. have no idea. It was in the shock moment. He probably was in the shock moment when he saw that gun coming out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was too late then. He probably was. Like, oh, he, he caught him lacking. That's what they did. They caught the man lacking. He got I, just, I just hope that he, he didn't suffer like he was quick. Well, he, they say he was breathing all the way. They got him breathing. He was breathing um, right there on the scene. Got him in the ambulance. Got him to the hospital. When he got to the hospital, that's when he died. Damn. So he felt all that pain. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's, that's sad. I'm, ooh. He was, he was alive. He was straight up alive on the ground. But you see how the body was looking? I'm like, damn, he's... I hate oh, that yeah. he was like he was done. He was like he was done. I and know. that's he's a, he's a tall, skinny guy. He's a skinny dude. Like he survived that. He's a savage. I give him something. He would have survived that. You know, that'd be the only thing. Her coming back on that point. Guarantee it. It's a madness. Yeah. He was being allowed to. Indigo. I live in LA. I know living in LA ain't easy. I definitely wouldn't move. I visit Cali, but I definitely wouldn't move there. I used to live by that time. If I get shot this time, I ain't gonna be the same Jose. I'm gonna be a different person. But see, the thing is, this is what I want people to realize, too. Sometimes, you know, they say God don't make no mistakes, you know, and then sometimes you don't never know what type of person that would have turned him into had he survived that. Would he still have been that community guy? You know what I'm saying? Would he still still have been that, 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 that... and you know, we still have been that that um that leader for the community. He could have started turning into an endangered man because he shell shocked. And you know when you know too much love, they say love will get you killed, but too much love can get you killed. Showing you show, he showed too much love and he let he let his guard down and sad that that was a death for him. See that and it's so sad that we cannot love our own people. We can't show our own people love because they want to come in and do and do and, and run over us and kill us and do. That's crazy as hell to me. That's that team drugs was from the team drugs. They shot the same shit, same love in the hood, and shot him right there while he was driving. 
California, yes, California is a beautiful place to live. I just want to live in parts with the gang banking companies in South Central, etc. Yes, Nick, so I'm still doing this. That's lost, lost in the wealth area. Crazy. And you know, I'm I'm so I'm 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 always that curious goat that wanna say, Oh, let's ride through the hood, let's ride back the hood. Knowing my ass here, any bing bang, I'm taking off like a jackrabbit. Like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on there? I can't be like, look, baby, let me tell you something. Me and it's so funny. I am I will shoot, but I don't like I won't I don't wanna get shot. But I will shoot. He was too like that, like that girl said. Like the, like the girl said on Breakfast Club, he was just too relaxed. He and thought he thought still. he thought them people had his back and they didn't. It's sad. They didn't. Listen, I had, I had my shit on me. If I know I was banging, I would kick you out of. You never gonna be out of the game, bang. You would never get out of that shit. I would have my shit twenty four seven. This is massive. But then he didn't. He feel, he feel like he didn't. He feel like he didn't need any protection because he was in his hood. He feel like he didn't need any protection. Mm-hmm. And he need and that was a and that was the most dangerous place you can be being a rich black man going back to the hood where you started from. That was the most dangerous place he could have ever been in. Right, right. Shit. Right, security can be paid. I'll have you some nice sharpshooters too, boy. Let me tell you. Yeah, hey, they have a nigga on the front, baby. You be covering all this ass, the side of the back of the top of the front of it. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna have me security guard for each goddamn. The shop was on Crenshaw and Slaughter. Crenshaw Boulevard and Slaughter. And then the crazy part is the people, somebody got shot at the, vi- at the visual. Two people got shot and six people got stay up. And they all was in critical condition. They said all in that California, they said 27 people got killed the same day as Nipsey. Nipsey was one of them. I was like, 27? What the fuck? 27? Yo. Yeah, normal. Nipsey was 27 on that point. Again, and when Donald Trump says, I'm going to bring the feds in, we open arms. But, guys, we're failing. We're failing ourselves. Yeah. We're failing ourselves. I'm serious, and and I like and I like the way Charlemagne said it. When he he said the same thing, I echoed to y'all on Monday about this. When you're an activist, sometimes you start to think, "What is this for? What am I putting my life up front for?" If y'all mm-hmm. put me do this, he said it, and I said exactly, because you start to rethink stuff like, "Wow, well, I mean, why I say, baby, the CIA? Don't you come get my ass? I'm not ready to take no bullet for name one of these niggas." <laughs> Hell no, nah. I, I talk my shit, I read a lot, you know, I am aware. But don't you come get me, don't you do it. Don't you come get me, because I ain't ready. Right, me either. Shit. Let me have my motherfucking fun first. Okay. She said it was deeper than game banging. So you, what do you think, Miss Jazz the Lady? What do you think? You said, I'm going to see if she can come up. She probably can't come up. She might be at work. I had me, I had my shit on me. If I was a game, I had my shit on me. Get all your family together, get your shit together. Oh, my Y'all around here running around worrying about Good morning, Miss Jazzy Lady. Miss Jazzy Lady, I don't know if you know the news, but Energy God is um he won't be on for a month, so I'll be taking the AM slot. I'm gonna be you know, I'm gonna try to keep it funky, keep it fresh, you know, keep it funny, I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Give you, give you a kiss, y'all. Give, 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 give,
That was when I was the talk. But um, Miss Jazzy Lady, you say you think it's deeper than um than game banging? Yeah. Yeah. What makes yeah. you say that? So the reason why I say that is for one, he had a lot of different things that was going on that we all are aware of. The thing with Dr. B, the fact he was working, you know what I mean, with the fist to try to end violence, gain violence and stuff in California and so many other things. And I mean, he has some on businesses and other ventures that he was starting, his thinking was beyond the average. You know what I mean? He was on a whole nother level, a whole nother level with things. Mm-hmm. And I just find it crazy that at this point, basically like in his prime, when he finally has his awakening, then, you know what I mean? He, killed and gone down like this I honestly believe that this was a setup. it was a part of the feds and everything else with this man here and to kill to kill Nipsey like that to gun him down like that and in all honesty this man's family is probably set up and well taken care of and everything else I mean to, to bring this person down with all this going on, it's not just California. That's number one. This is going on in Chicago. It's going on in It's going on all across in all these great inner cities that we know of. Gang violence is very prominent. It's going on down in Louisiana, everywhere else. So this is not anything new. I put it like this. Gang violence... You have, what is what else is it? This Section 8 and all of this stuff is just another way to, to keep us down, to hold us down. It's basically how Because way back when the inner city, when it was full with not only black folks, but it was there, it was full with white people as well. They didn't want to be around African. And they didn't want to be around it. So what they did, they built what is called suburbs. And they moved out to the suburbs. They took their jobs to the suburbs as well. And you black people that was fortunate enough and that was able to move out to the suburbs where the jobs were. And of course they didn't even want those few black people there. And you had the poor black people that was left behind that couldn't that wasn't able to afford to move out there. So what did the government they created Section 8 and all this stuff basically to by us. Okay, and what happened is you have those that have basically become, you know, relied on it from generation to generation. And you have somebody who's talking about ending gun violence. If he ended gun violence in California, why would he not move over to take it there and, and work on ending it there? Then take it from Chicago to Louisiana going basically from top to bottom to these states with the most gang violence. And if you start ending gang violence in these cities where people stop killing one another, then you're talking to them about, hey, instead of doing gun violence and selling drugs, hey, invest in the stock market. Like Jay-Z is saying, invest in your community, start buying property, open some businesses, and make your money the legit way. Come on now. 
it, it's a whole nother ball game. So I honestly feel it, it had a lot more to do with just some gang banging thing. I think that's just something they're putting out there to, to keep us blindfolded, try to cover this thing up. But I honestly believe it's a lot more to it. And Lauren London, yes, she's mourning right now. She's mourning. And yes, she's hurt, but I don't believe she's weak. She's very strong because she knew who she was married to. She, she knew who she was with. She was with a very smart man. So I'm pretty, I know for a fact that he put her up on that. She know what to do. And like I said before, with his legacy, his business, his documentary and everything that he was working on, Nick Cannon plans to finish the documentary, which I, and I'm hoping that Lauren London and the rest of his family will continue on with his businesses and everything else that he had going. And that's just my take on it. Well, thank you for that. That we really needed that. Um, that shit is not out. Duff, I ain't, I don't really do. I don't. I don't know. I'm really. I'm very. Um, I can be very, very cold hearted sometimes. I, I'm gonna say that because I, I know I'm shit out. I know I'm shit out quick. But Duff, that's one thing I can't do. I don't. I can't. I. I. It's a hard pill for me to swallow. And just knowing that somebody that you lay with every night or every other night, you know what I'm saying, or you know how this, you know how his schedule went, and you talk to them on that day, says y'all marry, I got kids, y'all plan on doing this, doing that, and then boom, he leave the house. You might not even say it, you know what I'm saying, the words you thought you needed to say to him, and, and then boom, he, you know, he gone. So yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a crazy thing. It, it's it's a mad crazy, but like I said, he was so he was so deep with it though. Like, yeah, like these other artists out here, like Jay Z, they stuff they talk about it, but they they are not really deep in it the way that he was. I mean, he was literally, as we can see, out there in the hood doing the thing. Like so, and you see all these people that turned up for this man. The day that, like, that happened on California, L.A., it was blocks and blocks for the people out there supporting this man. His community held this man down. Like, they had his back. They knew who he was. They knew his business. They was there trying to see, like, for themselves, like, no, this can't see this for myself because this can't be real. And if you're for your community to turn up like that for you, seriously, it. That's why I'm like, it's, it's gotta, it's, it's gotta be deeper than that. Cause yes. they turn up for you like that. I mean, where they gotta call in all this police enforcement and feds and stuff because you got so many people turning out like that for this man. And in that manner, that's why I just I feel it's it's a lot deeper than that. Because if his community wasn't right for him like that, then. I, Okay, I could probably believe the gang banging thing, but you had everybody there. Bloods, Crips, whites, blacks, Hispanics, and everything in between showing up for this man when he passed away. Yeah, but I don't want to, and I, I have to be the ante. I, I don't want to make it seem like it was Disneyland either. Because yeah, we not. That's what happened when people die. People always do that when people die. They always want to bring out the. I like the truth. Like everybody wasn't no good. We not saying that he wasn't. He was a bad person. We not saying. You know, we not saying none of that. It's just that 
it wasn't a fairy tale thing. Like we all know, everybody got a temple. You know, everybody know. Not saying that he did anything wrong. I just feel like he should have had more security. I just feel like you shouldn't be. I feel like yes. you shouldn't just be that oh relaxed yes. in that type of environment. You know, shit can go down. You done seen shit. You done did shit. And you know, niggas hate. Niggas get jealous. Niggas get mad. And that man was mad and jealous. I don't give a damn if Nipsey said ah to that nigga. He, Nipsey could. That was a setup. Somebody set his ass up, and as soon as he said something, so you kill that nigga. That's what it was. He could have blew at that. He could have blew a whistle at that nigga, and that nigga still would have killed him because of the jealousy and the, mm-hmm. the and, and the rage that that man had inside of him because he wasn't doing the things right. that he doing. People didn't love him like they loved Nipsey. He was a neighborhood snitch. Everybody, nobody want him around. He lucky that he was still alive. Cause I heard snitches get stitches. I don't know how they roll up there. Down here, snitches right. don't real rock like that with that type of stuff. And now that is kind of like with, with the whole Biggie Small thing. Everybody knew Biggie, and but it was a setup, and it didn't take all yeah. the shots to get him either. So when they, we all so know who said we all know who set that up. Yeah, um, yeah. We all we all know who set that up. Very great now. He's doing good with his survive. Well, so you think inter- internally, how he doing internally? Oh, he's dying because Kim Porter, that, that, that blew him. Trust me. That's part of Left eye, you said she said left eye was killed. Left eye wasn't, I, left eye wasn't killed. Left eye got herself or something put on her ass. When she hit that damn boy and gave that lady twelve hundred dollars to pay for the funeral, and the lady gave her the shoes, but then you got to pay attention to what the lady whispered when she gave her the shoes. And you don't know what spell or whatever she may have put on them shoes when she gave that girl them shoes, and she kept them shoes in her room as she slept. I ain't know where in the heck if I hid and kiss. Why not gonna keep any of their garments? No, I don't even want to be. Um. Mm-mm. That's what happened to her. She, somebody they put some on her. The Honduras people. Yes, yes, nobody. Yes, yes. If y'all only knew, boy, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. Stay, off, stay off of those pharmaceuticals. I am, man. Ooh. Yeah. It, 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 he going. You going up? You going up again? Money. You going up against a billion dollar <laughs> pharmaceutical company? That was Nas. Nas got a pharmaceutical. He sold that shit, but he made a billion. So yeah, he's think about it. I'm telling you, when I worked, when I worked at a hospital, and I was kind of higher tier, we would have these these doctors would have you know their monthly meetings and stuff like that. Be different meetings. So I remember this particular meeting. This drug rep came, and he was telling him about the drug and stuff like that. He said, "Well, I'll come to your office. You know, you prescribe these to your." to your patients and stuff like that. When these doctors give you free samples of stuff, these are kickbacks they're going to get. Because then they're going to start giving you that stuff. These are kickbacks. And then later on, they'll come out with the, oh, yeah, the side effects were greater. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were a little bit worse. And then by that time, you all messed up. Just like when you go to surgery, when they put these appliances mm-hmm. in you, these, they are defects to those things. That's all women. You Defects. I mean, so I'm serious. Medical. I have seen some dirty stuff. I've uh-huh. it is out of control how uh-huh. they do this stuff. I sure really is. can't trust your medical people. You really you can't. Sure can. Of you course sure not. Can. They're in a billion dollar field. You can't trust them. John Rubens. They killed. They kick. I believe they killed John Rubens because she talked too much. She started to tell everybody. She started telling folk business. 
And they didn't want her telling people business. Yeah, and doctors and stuff, they're just legal assassins. That's their, that's their job. Basically, that's exactly yeah. what they are. But everybody, you so, know. That's my thing. You start, once you start messing around with that medical, the medical industry, oh, yeah. with these pharmacists, and you got the freaking doctors. Y'all know how this damn thing be doing. Let's see if we can get. I know Jingle Love. I don't know if you. I know you said you had to get ready for work, Miss Jingle Love. I don't know if you wanted to come back up or not. Oh, she said she's working. Okay, I'll leave you down. But y'all know how this damn app be doing. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta shake that phone, boo. <laughs> But no, all in all, it was sad what happened to him. I don't know if it's government related. Don't know if it's gang related. But whatever it is, you know, I feel like precautions probably should could have been taken before then. But get what? When it's your time, it's your time. And ain't no way around it. 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 And that's just what it is. Lauren London, we are praying for you, sweetie. Um... Just pray you make it through. Just gotta get some strength. Gotta get some. Gotta get. Gotta. I don't know. Everybody take death differently. So, but I'm just praying she getting strength and she get strong for the kids and get strong for her family because she got she got her work cut out for her as a woman. When a man leaves a woman behind like that, she has her work cut out for her. And that's just what it is. But moving on. So, y'all know I'm taking over for energy God, right? I'm like, oh, I miss my boy, but. Um, I was going to do like a little segment where I was going to talk about, you know, like just different little funny stories that, you know, have happened to me or whatever and just get everybody intake on it. When you start messing with the medical industry, you definitely putting a target on your back. That's right. But you know, he had already said if they kill me for this doctor, CB documentary, y'all going to ride for me. And the reason why I was like, I don't mean, I don't know if he really had those conversations with her because she's taking it as so detrimental. You feel what I'm saying? When you prepare for something, it's not as, as detrimental as it is when you're unprepared. That's the only reason why I said I don't think he had those talks with her. I don't think they like really had those talks. You can never truly, you can never truly prepare for death. Death could be looking you right in the face. I've lost two grandparents, my father a best friend at the age of 22 to death. So, I mean, in all honesty, my grandmother, she was sick and died with cancer. We knew she was about to pass. We were preparing ourselves. But when it happened, still, <laughs> it don't yeah. matter how prepared you, how prepared I could have tried to bend, it hurt like hell. Period. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's definitely going to I'm not discrediting that it's not going to hurt. You yourself for death. You can't control the way you going to mourn. You could try to prepare yourself and say, okay, I know it's coming. I'm going to be good. But when it happens, you just don't know how you're going to take it. Everybody mourns differently. Yep, yep. Everybody, it takes a different amount of time to heal as well. For me, when I lost my father, I mean, it, I never truly healed from it. You had to cope with it. 
because each day you always gonna remember that person. She ain't gonna never forget Nipsey for as long as she lived. He got kids, they had kids and everything. She ain't gonna never forget that man. But each day is it gonna get a little better? Yes, eventually. But she'll never she'll never truly get over it. The same as with me. I'll never truly get over losing my father and my best friend and my grandparents. Hope each day. You know what I'm saying? So with death, I mean it's Everybody mourns differently. My yeah. brother, when we lost our father, my brother took it. We had literally, we had to get him counseling. He had to see, you know what I mean? He had to get help. Me, on the other hand, I was fine. I didn't have to get help. But that's how hard my brother took it, where he actually had to go sit down and talk to somebody about it. So everybody mourns differently. That's just how it is. Yes, everybody does mourn differently. Everybody do, does take death differently. And we want to make sure. I, I mean, she going to really need her family around her. She probably going to need yes, some counseling, too. Definitely. Good gracious alive. That shit there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ain't no words can explain that shit. The way she probably feeling. Well, she is feeling. She, does, she said she lost. She don't know what to do. Yeah, she 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 gonna she gonna get it together though. I I know she will because they have children together and like I said, he he was on a whole nother level. I know they've talked about it. If anything happened, he had that stuff worked out. If he the, for him to be doing the things he was doing, I can't see that he wouldn't have had a plan in place for such as this. So I don't know what but, you know. We need neither of us never know the day, the time, nor the hour. But we all got that dash in between our name. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, some of us, some of us do what we need to do, and then we we go on about our business. And some of us do what we need to do, and still stay here and make sure those things get done. So that's just that. I feel like he did his purpose. He fulfilled what he needs to fulfill. He lived his life because he already, you know, he already had that type of calling on his life from the day he was born until now. That was already that was already going to happen for him to be example for him to be an example for the kids and the people in his hood, the gangsters in his hood, that feel like ain't no way, ain't no other way out but to sell drugs and do violence. He was an example for those people, and he made his mark. He did what he needed to do. And now his time has come to an end. That's all. That, that's all I take from it. That he did. We need to do. He he he, t- he reached and touched all people peoples that he needed to touch. For you know, yeah. for their life's sake. You know what I'm saying? Because it's probably was somebody out there that thought they weren't gonna never make it, and he gave them that hope. You know, and he got that. He got that store. He employed people. Uh-huh. He bought that plaza. He taught people real estate. You know, so now people in the hood can be empowered, but it's up to us to take that empowerment and move forward. Yeah, you know, we're going to mourn. It's, you're going to mourn forever. I feel, I feel like mourning doesn't get, you don't get over mourning. You're going to mourn forever. But within that mourning, we still got to tie our boots up tight, strap our boots up tight and keep going. Because life just yes. don't stop right here, you know. But hey, it is what it is. So we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit. Okay, I don't know if anybody want to request a song. 
Uh, I got this one song I like. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna request it, and then we gonna come back about. I want as we play this song, I want to come back and tell you why you shouldn't eat everybody's cooking, and it's de- it's death related, but it's a little funny. Maybe a little funny to you, maybe a little nasty to you. I don't know. However you take it, I'm gonna play this song by Samarella, and I love this song because it. Oh, Lord, huh. <laughs> Oh, Fat Boy, please don't. Please don't. Oh, Fat Boy, you sleep. I'm going to drop your ass down right goddamn now. Oh, hey, sleep. I'm just doing my work here. What he say? I'm doing my work right now. Oh, Lord, please. I don't that all night. Right. I had to get on you. I had to. There's girls out here that is shaped like mattresses. Like me, nigga. The fuck? Welcome 
back to the Ruby Drew Radio Show. So, yes, that was my jam. Baby, I ain't shaped like a goddamn Coca-Cola bottle, but I really should model. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know I love my potatoes. Where the fuck is my motherfucking gravy, nigga? You know I love to eat, bitch. I just say something. A man cannot date me without feeding me, bitch. If you cannot feed, fuck all that fuck, baby. I can make myself nut. I need to motherfucking eat. Okay? I like to eat. What the fuck can you feed me, baby? What can you feed me? Okay, I, 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 don't, I ain't talking about no McDonald's, no Wendy's, no Popeye's. I want to go to a nice restaurant and eat. Yes. Yes. So let me tell y'all this story, right, y'all. I feel like I'm a, I, feel, I feel like you energy god today with that part. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nice yeah. restaurant, okay? So look, let me tell yeah, y'all. So, so Shane shit real big. I don't know about Shane. Shane don't cook. Shane don't cook like the man on the goddamn corner with the nasty apron. Do I'm telling you, Shane ain't got nothing on the goddamn man with the nasty apron and standing at the corner with the barbecue pit to go cut your ass out and feed you at the same time. That's the type of love I'm talking about right there. Anyway, <laughs> look, I went. I went to G. I had some chinos. That shit was smacking. Sex and food. Oh, you is a part of three girls and three guys. Three girls and a guy. Three gals and a guy. I'm sorry. That is your shop. Yeah. You said sex and food. That's why I'm like sex and food. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> look. When he had girl, he was over here. He keeps switching corners. I have to catch him when I can. But um, uh, I just followed the barbecue scent. Shit, whatever. The, whatever I smell the barbecue. Like, there he is over there. There he go. But, look. So let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all this story about don't eat everybody's cooking, right? So my auntie, man, she rest, man, her soul rest in peace. She died about five or six years ago, man. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's about it's been about five or six years. May she rest in peace. My brother been dead seven, seven years. So may she rest in peace. Well, she was married to this guy, and he's old, drunk, old. You know, he's old, crazy ass drunk. And so you know, his in laws had cooked. We, he's like, you know, after the funeral, we're gonna have a you know repast and. You know, my cousin, I don't know who, I don't know if his sister house, I don't know, auntie, I don't know who house it was. So they had the food and everything laid out, everybody eat, you know what I'm saying, everybody done ate or whatever. And so I was like, ooh, I love macaroni and cheese. Like, I love macaroni and cheese. And so I get to the place, I'm like, okay, you know, we eat, you know, we eat, we drinking, Bill, we eat, we laugh, we climb, and one of the cousins trying to holler, we looking crude in my little, in my little dress or whatever like that, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, heels on and everything, you know what I'm saying. And um, I was looking good, you know. And so we just laughing, Kiki, and talking. So I done ate the macaroni, she ate the chicken, and everything was good. So about 15, 20 minutes into the conversation, I my stomach went to bubbling. Uh-oh. And so I was like, I, you know, I ain't paid no mind. I'm like, okay, you know, I, you know, I wait till I get home to release and let go. And that shit was really bubbling again. It got even louder. And so I thought I had to fart, but it felt hot. And so I was like, I was like, cuz, I got to go to the bathroom. He was like, all right. Do you know before I can make it to the goddamn bathroom, I had shit running down my goddamn dress. I had shit running out my ass, down my dress. My cousin was like, I got to go. So I ran to the bathroom. I was beating on it. Somebody was in the bathroom taking so long. I ran to the bathroom, beating on the bathroom. The girl got in the bathroom, took off my dress, and hand washed that motherfucker. She didn't have no rags in the closet. Baby, I took her I took her decorative goddamn towels and wiped my and washed my hands with her decorative towels. 
and push them bitches behind the goddamn toilet. I bet you, I bet you better have a, ba- a pack of clothes next time. I said, Lord, if you, I said, Lord, don't take me. To, I said, Lord, if you take me, just don't take me today, cause I ain't ready. I'm sorry, Lord. I know Miss Elder, this lady gonna be mad as hell at me when she come in here and find her decorative towel with shit on her behind her toilet. I said, well, that's what the folks she get for making that nasty ass. I mean, for making that good ass macaroni and cheese, but that shit ran through me. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck did she put in the macaroni and cheese? My lantern? Why the hell my why the fuck did that shit? <laughs> she put some Pepto Bismol on my lantern in the goddamn. She had to for my ass to run like that. Man, you know what? I ain't wear that. Towel I, <laughs> the decorative towel, but grandma gonna be mad. I told, I said, I said, Cole, we gotta go now. He said, Why? Well, I said, Taylor, we gotta go right now. He said, Well, I'm just gonna start that nigga take the bill to alcohol. We got to go right now. So I was like, I tell you later, man. My ass was. I couldn't wait to get home and wash my ass, take a goddamn shower, baby. I had no scrub my dress out like I was in a laundromat. You hear me? I was in there scrubbing. I don't took the lady. I don't throw that lady soap on. I'm like, Lord, I know I didn't just. I said, I ain't never did this. I'm about to start wearing diapers. Shit, I'm running shit on myself. Oh my gosh, the decorative towel was so. Guess what? They was like, they want. They was like, they was like, we gonna invite y'all. It's like we gonna invite y'all to one of our barbecue. I said, no, thank you. I don't want any other thing. Y'all motherfuckers got to feed the nigga. Cause guess what? The shit I just ate. Had me running oh off like a goddamn racehorse. I'm to my baby when I, I I thought I I ain't even get a chance to poop. That shit running down my leg like water. I said oh. no. My grandma who was not the best cook used to inspire peaches and cotton. And we told everyone not to eat it. My sister didn't listen. Yes, I don't know if she used old that cheese or the milk wall or what the fuck happened, but I swear. Oh, you know, I, I like, you know what? I still, I, I never wore that dress, dress after that. I still got that dress hanging in the goddamn closet. Of course, I washed it, but I ain't never wear it after that. And that is my story about don't eat everybody's motherfucking cooking, because, baby, Jesus Christ. And you know what? And I was, and at first, at first, I was like, I feel bad because her decorative towels. I said, oh, fuck that. She should have decorated that macaroni cheese that good knowing it won't give me the shits. <laughs> so guess what? I paid her ass back while watching my ass with her decorative goddamn towel. You said what? But see, I don't know that because I was the first one. Everybody was looking at me crazy. I said, baby, yeah, I said, baby, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Give me about 20 minutes before you head in there, baby. It's a world, it's a world war three going on in that bitch. In that bathroom right there. Please, that girl that, 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 that girl was looking at me. That girl was looking at me crazy as hell. I was like, damn. You better get your one if you see her. I don't know what's going on with this damn thing, but uh, you know how I do. Yes, her decorative towels, son. I bet she was pissed off. You know how old folks is about their goddamn decorative towels. I know she was so goddamn mad when she went in that goddamn bathroom. And guess what color? And, and guess what color the damn towel? Guess what? Guess what color the towel was? Was they white? Oh, no, they were turquoise. Like the you see the background in the in the, in the music, they were turquoise, bro. So you can see. Lord Jesus, and they had seashells on. I said, "Well, baby, they going swimming today." Oh, 
Baby, auntie, the mac, auntie done cook that mac and cheese. I had them folks eat that goddamn mac and cheese, and you done got them putting my lamp in the sheet. My fat ass ran out that restaurant like a little Cinderella. I gotta go, bitch. Fuck all that, nigga. I, I, you know, you grunt, grin that shit. You can't hold it till you get home. Hell no, I can't hold it till I get on. I don't fuck, I'm in the shit now. Well, let me tell you something about me. Whatever the fuck. What's the name of that restaurant? I ain't going. It wasn't a restaurant. It was somebody's cooking, cooking at the funeral. She, the in-laws, the in-laws had cooked at the funeral. The in-laws were cooking at the funeral. My auntie died and her husband, that, in-laws. Uh, that could be, that could be a motherfucker set up. Good morning to everybody. If you used to listen to Energy God, I'm going to be the Energy God for the next month because he is off. So I'm going to be the Energy Queen, not the Energy God. But you are, he's off for the next month. He's not coming back for a month. And I don't even know. He might not even come back after then because usually when people take breaks for something and, and shit be going good, they don't come back. We don't see a motherfucker. I'm going to have to call. I'm going to mess your head hit the lotto or something. Bitch, I need my cut. What's going on? <laughs> but anyway, y'all, guess what, y'all? Today is my grandmother's birthday, and she's turning 80, 80, 80, 80. So, yes, Grandma 80. Grandma, look, Grandma still smoke her weed. Grandma told me one day, she was like, See, that's why y'all young. When she told my cousin, she be like, let me tell you what you do to your man when you get on top. You get on top of him and you ride him and you pinch them nipples. I said, oh, grandma, hold on. Hold the goddamn phone, grandma. I don't want to know. She's talking about, she that's how you do it. You, know, you ride him and you ride that thing. You be rubbing them nipples and watch you come quick. I'm like, okay, grandma. Thank, thank you, grandma. We appreciate the sermon. Thank, I thought you were going to give me some, into, I thought you were going to be some intellectual, spiritual talk. Thank you for the sermon, grandma. appreciate that. I got to go, though. She did. <laughs> I got the motherfucking go. Grandma goddamn grandma smoke her weed, baby. She drank her wine. Grandma be in that be like, who making love? The yo old lady. Ah, wow. Grandma say she wants something long and strong, goddamn. Grandma said, You said what? She's a panther and a cougar. Boy, she a Grandma <laughs> said she want a bat blow that. I like, who know who the fuck gonna do that? She said, I need me some yarn. She said she ain't had that pussy broken in, in twenty years. I said, well, Grandma, more power to you, baby. I won't be. She don't try to convince. She don't try to convince me and my cousin to um sneak her out to the sex store and get her a deal, though. I won't be partaking in none of that. My uncles and them ain't finna beat me up. Grandma say she wants some uh, long no. strong, baby. Grandma she got down wanna get it in. My granddad's been dead about what some gear now. She she ain't she ain't been able to do nothing. Give us some pointers. Bring grandma to say they had to shoot us. Grandma crazy as hell. Oh, grandma yeah, cool yeah, now, grandma yeah. cool now, but she shook her ass out quick too. She told my uncle, she was like, I'm gonna I'm shoot you. She said, she, he said, he did something. She's like, I'm gonna get my gun clean and shoot your ass in both your knees. She said, but my, he said, but oh, mama ain't dead now. Thank She said, that's the problem. You ain't, you are, you ain't did shit. She told my daddy, you know, my daddy, he older, he liked to jack off all the time. And so we was riding, uh, <laughs> we was riding right to the church. We were riding to the church, 
And so daddy, she said, she, we was in the car. She said, turn it down. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you know we called, you know I called you, don't you? He said, Mom, what you talking about? She said, I caught you down there in the magazine. I said, what are we doing in the magazine? She said, he was just whacking away, baby. He was just jacking and going. I said, he was doing what? He was just whacking. I said, she said, well, he was beating him more than Michael. I said, whoo, Grandma, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> so we started. So guess what? Why did that run with honey? Like, so so grandma was like, uh grandma was like, she's like, I don't want this I ain't wanna see my son doing no shit like that. I said, Grandma, you know he you know, you know. You know, grandma, you know he been doing that shit for years. So me and my cousin, we was in the car. And so my cousin was like, just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. No one wants to beat it, beat it. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. So now they So now they call so now they call my daddy Mr. I'll Jack You Off. This shit was Mr. I'll Jack You Off. Dun, 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 dun. This shit is so funny. We be tricking up on my daddy. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Grandma funny as a motherfucker, man. Grandma said, Grandma. Grandma said she used to play that goddamn song for my granny and he'd be out cheating. Grandma said he was cheating and I was fucking the neighbor. She said she was fucking Mr. Johnny. I said, who the fuck is Mr. Johnny? Mr. Johnny used to take me to the grocery store while your granddaddy used to be out doing that thing. And so she said she would play that song, Who Making Love? The old old lady. While you were out making love. I like, Grandma, you funny as hell. Grandma didn't play. Grandma used Grandma was a goddamn firecracker. You talking about you talking about you talking about women now going to slice a man's tie. Grandma hiding inside of cars and shit. Goddamn. Grandma goddamn jumping out of trucks and shit on niggas. You said what? My grandma got eight different David baby daddies. You a damn lie. Grandma getting in like that? Yes, honey. My mother's the oldest. She had my mother. She was fourteen. Dick you down, dick you down, dick you down, dick you down. Good morning, cutting board. Good morning, Ruby Jude. How you doing? You need my grandma in your life. Yeah, I need your grandma in my life. I need that type of schooling, that type of education. See, because I wouldn't have known to get in the car to hide. Like, <laughs> grandma got in the motherfucking car. Yeah, get stuck in the car. Grandma was in that car. Grandma said she laid in the back of that trunk. She laid down in that motherfucking trunk. She said she waited till that nigga pulled up. She jumped out on him and the woman. Grandma done right. kicked down hotel doors, shooting through shit. Every grandma no. got them. Grandma got a pistol. Your grandma got 17 kids? Who got, who grandma got 17 kids? Shit! Grandma got there with busting it down for the one time. I'm gonna pop that pussy for a nigga one time. That's what grandma said. She gonna drop that pussy for a nigga one time. Grandma had that pie guy. Grandma got there with spare nobody. She had that crook tonight. Grandma's gonna be playing games. Yeah. They don't play games. All by the same man. They were getting in. They must have had a lot of. They was. They must have been taking a lot of natural herbs for they dig to work. They, she had four. Cowboys. I think grandma my life. Four. <laughs>
You said she had four? I don't know what the fuck going on. Let me turn this damn alarm off. Hold on. Grandma on the reload. Grandma on the reload. Reload. I know we just shitted around today, though. We, we had a nice topic today. We were just shitting around, though, really. But tomorrow is tea time, y'all. I got some Jada Pickett tea tomorrow. I got some damn, um, we probably, we, I don't really want to talk no more about Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? I want to let him rest. Just let you know what I mean. We I get I see enough of that thing stuff on my timeline. I want him to let. I want to be able to let. Well, you know the, the, they say the good die young. I, you know I always. This is my saying. I've always been saying this. The good. That's that thug, Lord. You know he was. He was. That was. That's what you call that thug. That's that thug passion, baby. You got me dripping wet. From the way no, you I make me sway, give me some of your thug passion, Oh, well. That's that thug passion. You know he a thug in the street, but he's sweet to you? Yeah, that's that thug. Mm-hmm. Love. That's the that thug. Looks, looks, I like the way he looks hot. He is so far. But we're going to let Nipsey rest, you know, may, he, may his legacy tend to, uh, you know, let this be a, you know, a, a vital lesson to everybody around the world. Let his legacy live on and beyond and to infinity and beyond. But tomorrow's rundown, I'm going to y'all tomorrow's rundown. Tomorrow's tea time is going to, we're going to talk about, we got a little bit of tea, a little more tea about Cardi. Then we have some, um, we have some, um, we have some um, Jay-Z tea. Y'all going to be surprised about this Jay-Z tea. And then we have, I want to play a clip from Love and Hip Hop. Tomorrow's topic is going to be defend me in public or in private. I want to play a Love and Hip Hop clip from, um, what's that girl name? What's Mariah Lynn and Rich and how he just be, he really don't, really don't, I don't think he fuck with her. But, and, um, yeah, we got Cardi B T, we got some Jay Z T, and then we gonna talk about we got some Jada Pickett and August Asalina T tomorrow too. And we gonna hit yes, ma'am, Pam. I got I got the baby, you know I got to bring y'all to know us tomorrow, baby. You know, th- th- Thursdays is always, 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 always tea time. So today we're gonna go ahead and end this show. I thank everybody for tuning in. You can catch me right here tomorrow on Station Head. If you missed the show today, you can always go back to my podcast, which is in the link uh, in my bio on my Ruby G Radio IG. You can click the link in the bio and catch all my shows from the last past two weeks. Um, you know, I always say, remember, always tell the truth, even when no one is listening, cause somebody hear your ass. Okay, life is too short, so have fun some of the time. Um, and I'm going to end my podcast right now, but I'm going to stay on session, so let me end my podcast. Okay, that's over with.